Hey everybody, Turner here, aka Titan from the Friends and Flares podcast and the Dungeon Master and host of the Gimme the Loot podcast. As mentioned a while back, we're working on publishing and producing the back catalog of episodes that Friends and Flares recorded before going on COVID hiatus. There's about 10 episodes in total, including this one that we recorded, but never produced and released, and we're going to be working on getting those out over the coming months. One note on this episode in particular, there was an issue with the original recordings for this, so unfortunately we had to pull the audio for this particular podcast episode from the Twitch video which we had recorded from the Twitch stream at the time. As a result, the audio quality is less than ideal, but there are a couple of important plot points here for the ongoing story that make it worth a listen, so give it a shot, and as you're waiting for the next episode to come out, Please take a moment to check out my other podcast, Gimme the Loot. That's G-I-M-M-E-D-A-L-O-O-T. It's a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that releases every other week, featuring a group of knuckleheads blundering their way through a set of increasingly dangerous situations, and we'd love to have you. All right, I think that's enough. On with the show. Switching us over in five, four, three, two, one. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Friends and Flyers podcast. This is a podcast. Yes, this is a podcast. Uh, my name is Alex. I'll be your DM for this evening. Tonight, we're joined by Devlin Brybar. Hello. We are joined by our boy, the druid, Kegelor. Greetings. And Titan, last name redacted. And don't forget little Titan. <laughs> and we also have Vanek Icehoof. Oh, hello. And tonight we're uh, joined by Ty Bo, who is not a special guest anymore. He's just a regular guest because he has been on multiple times now. Say hello. Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, Joel. Why don't you tell us what happened last week? Part eight, Chicken Little this is what I called it. Combat Beautiful. begins between the Killer Kiwis and the Cockatrice. The party takes down the mother and a few babies before trying to take the last two alive. One begins to run away, but Vanek captures it with a lightning lure. Titan raids the nest and gets five eggs and bags the unconscious cockatrice named Little Titan. Titan finds a larger egg in the nest and some silver pieces. Davlin determines the egg is not a cockatrice. Vanek investigates the mama bird and finds injection sites on the body. The party hides the body of the mama bird so we can retrieve it later. The killer kiwis frame Uif with harboring cockatrices so the fold takes him down and we don't have to deal with his contract. They then head to Herb's shop. She offers 50 gold for the cockatrice body. Titan persuades her to give us 75. The party takes... Davlin is hit with a bolt covered in viscous liquid. The shooter is a feminine, green-skinned creature. Taibo believes it is a troll. Vanek says he knows of an assassin called the Verdant. When the party enters the inn, they hear Almond and Rose arguing about how he lost a key to their house and to his vault in a game of cards. Almond was at the Rabid Stag when he lost the key to a group of nobles. Titan attempts to break Almond's thumbs with his 
with his thumb-breaking hammer. Davlin senses a bad aura around Ullman and Lucerg. It's an entropy curse that builds up bad luck to give him a bit of good luck. That's what I got. All right. Uh, we start again at the Rosebud Inn. After a night of rest, everyone's back at full strength. You met back with your friend Kegelor after his night out with Ullman. You find out he has the key to downstairs, and he was just holding it for Ullman. During the night out, Kegelor got a lead on a job. Lurstic's mother, Lady Hersha Hempshire, has been cursed by a hag that resides in a bog in the country north, Prell. She is a very wealthy and powerful woman. Apparently, her son Lursic cut ties from the family when he joined Ullman's guild. She wants Lursic to leave the guild and take her place back with the family once more. Uh, you've been asked to go to Hempshire States tomorrow and meet with Lady Hempshire, discuss a way to lift the curse for her, as well as Lursic and Ullman, who are both cursed by the same hag. Um, you also have a special guest in the Rosebud Egg, a minotaur named Gorgeous Gorgon, a self-proclaimed uh, master curse breaker, and he's currently in a guest room. Today is a free day, so let's go over our objectives and open plot hooks that we might want to look into today. The big objectives for the guild are repair the Rosebud Inn and get approval from the Guild of Guilds as your base of operation, gain sponsorship from a white-eyes noble, gain, gain enough funds for your guild license, which is 5,000. What is your total currently tied in? Of gold? Mm -hmm. Nobody, Nobody told me there'd be accounting. Hold on. You also have some personal objectives. Uh, Kegelor wants to get the peddler's hat fixed, uh, but he also wants to get the black stuff removed from our bodies. So 4,138 gold based off of the latest tally. That is pretty close to what I have, so we'll go with that. Wait, was your number higher? No. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, I think I was like, um, 34 gold off. Yeah. You may not be counting the gold we got from, uh, herb for the basilic basilisk. Cockatrice egg. Cockatrice. But, um, yeah, you got, we got 4138 is the new total in the guild coffers. Titan wants to investigate who's been, uh, purchasing real estate around Tides Shallow. Davlin wants to work on doses to cure the Ithalib crisis. Vanek voiced the, uh, that he wanted to recruit new members. Tybo doesn't really have anything going on because this is like third time on the podcast. And then we have open plot hooks. Uh, talk about talk to the Archmage about Murd. Look into the assassin named the Verdant that attacked Davlin. Did that next one talk to Lady uh, Hersha Hempshire? It's going to happen tomorrow. You guys wanted to look into what happened to the Ratcatcher's Guild members, look into the symbol that was on the Lich's robes, and then finally find out what's downstairs in the Rosebud Inn. Mm -hmm. So, I would like to reach out to Tybo. Uh, if Tybo doesn't have anything to do, I would request some help doing some recruiting. But while we're recruiting, we could also look out for the Verdant Assassin. Yes, that sounds suitable. Uh, the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to start out with it's the beginning of the new day, it's morning. Joel, tell me what Davlin's mornings look like. What does he do on any given morning? Tell me his routines or lack thereof. Is he doing anything special today? Why'd you make me go first? Because <laughs> I want that kind of reaction. <laughs> I ain't going first. Uh, 
Because you, you also voice the fact that you Davlin is not crafted yet. So we're going to do some improv and crafted. Davlin's not a morning person. Uh, he does like to study late into the night. It is a bit of a chore to get up in the mornings. But when he rises, he finds his spectacles and grabs his gear, heads downstairs to grab some breakfast and then heads to his workshop to study what kind of breakfast does he eat eggs and bacon with some coffee does he make it himself or does he wait for somebody else to make it i make it myself because rose is an awful cook yeah that yes she is um what are you doing in your workshop today well i am working on the illithid curses to get rid of the black shit that is inside us with the cur- the cursing, the creation of the cure, I need you to make some Arcana checks. And if you can give me a reason why you should get advantage, lay it on me. Uh, do I have the translated recipe book? Yes. Well, I think that would help me in crafting this. And yeah, I think that's really all I got. <laughs> All right, so you're saying that because you have a translated recipe and the fact that you know how to read it is strong enough case for you to get advantage. Plus my plus seven to Arcana checks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good with our arcane. All right, so let's uh, let's start this. Give me your first roll. Twenty four. You start crafting. It seems like you're you're following the direction pretty well. You're you're going very quickly. You're adding everything you do. The next step seems a little bit harder. Roll another one. Nine. Okay. So we have one success and one failure. Yeah, you start you put it on heat, it starts bubbling up and it starts bubbling over and you start freaking out. You grab some tongs oh. and pull pull it off oh, the shit. heat. Shit! Oh, damn it! Son of a bitch! Uh, go ahead and roll another Arcana check for me. 17. You uh, realize that crystals are forming in the bottom that you wouldn't have uh, noticed before, and you uh, remember uh, from reading the directions that's what you want, so maybe that was a... You pulling it off the heat was a good thing, because the next step seems pretty easy. Roll another... Check for me. Nat 20. Nat 20. Yep, you're able to make actually four vials worth of the concoction. Um, So in total, you have six now. Excellent. I must distribute this to my guild members as soon as possible. So that's what I go and do. (laughs) Remember, we were going to distribute it to Orchid Fireball first, just to make sure... Six doses of the Ithalid Cure can be added to the inventory. Um, what are you doing now, Davlin? Uh, I'm looking for my party to let them know that the cures are ready to be dispensed oh. on Orchid. <laughs> on Orchid. Yeah, where, where are you guys keeping Orchid? Kegelor, I'm going to say you're the master of beasts. Uh, where are you guys keeping the Orchid Fireball, the uh, apparent Ithalid puppy? Uh, in a cage in a in the barn. Okay. 
Yeah, you, uh, Davlin, you take him, you take the dose out to Ithlid. Uh, Kegelor, are you out in the barn currently? Yes, uh, if it's early morning, I'm feeding my pets. Okay. Or my um, friends. I'm feeding my friends, that is. Yeah. Yeah, you find Kegelor, he's uh, tending to the barn. Um, you hear some arguing inside the, uh, the carriage or the um, cart. Uh, you hear two hushed voices. If the carts are rocking, man. Yeah, you find the the Ithil, uh, the Ithilid dog, uh, or orchid fireball inside the cage. Kegelor has mentioned. Javelin, what do you do? Uh, make a perception check for for the voices. Sure. Thirteen. Thirteen. You can tell there's two distinct voices. Um, they seem to be arguing about when they're going home. Um, that's about all you can gather. All right. Well, I'll just leave them to it and head to the dog. Okay. Um, he's whimpering in the back of the cage. Uh, it seems like he doesn't not like being held in a cage. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. It was for our own precautions and protections. But uh, I'll, I'll let him out of the cage. Okay. He runs and bolts out of the cage, um, trying to run past you. Um, make a um, dexterity save to see if you're able to grab hold of him. 21. Yeah, you're, you grab hold of him handily. Um, he seems like he's freaking out a lot. Well, it's all right, little buddy. Nothing to worry about. As I start petting him, petting his back, scratching behind his ear, and... Uh, I say, let's uh, let's go in and see if we can get you some food and water. Go ahead and roll a uh, handle animal check. So, not to interrupt Joel and his adventure, but can I hear them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go over and see if there's anything I can do to help calm the dog down. Um, yeah. Uh, Davlin tries to pet him. Um, he actually gets nipped by one of the tentacles. It wraps around him and like he it, it pulls um, Davlin down. Um, you see that he's not doing so well with calming this animal. Oh, calm down, buddy. Calm down. It's it's OK. OK, um, I'll go over and and just, you know, calm him down. You know, talk to him a little bit, try to relax him. Okay. How are you doing that? Are you going to do that with magic, or are you going to try to do it with your handle animal skill? I'm going to try to do it with just my handle animal skill first. All right. Go ahead and roll that for me. 15? Yeah, you're able to calm him down. The dog seems to uh, take a liking to you, Kegelor. There's a good boy. You'll be okay. We're just going to try to make you better, okay? It looks up to you and, like, tilts its head, and the tentacles kind of, like, move on their own volition. Can you open up? And I try to you know, get him to open up his mouth a little bit. When he, it uh, opens its mouth, it like it doesn't look like a, a, a mouth that would receive food. There's just kind of like a gummy spot. With like a, like a, almost like a suction cup. There's no throat. There's no throat that you can see. You're going to have to go to the other end. Mm hmm. OK, buddy, I think this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me. Uh, there's no mouth in here, Davlin. That's preposterous. How does he eat? Well, he probably just sucks brains out at this point. 
Well, wouldn't he then just suck the potion from the tube? Um, you can try it. Put a little drop on the suction cup if you want and see what happens. That's what I do. Um, as soon as the liquid touches the skin of uh, Orchid, orchid uh, it jumps back in pain and just... Well, I've got a pretty good grip on him, I think. I hope. Yeah, um, he, he, he's not, he's not, he's just like, in, it seems like he's just in pain. Right. Does the liquid do anything? Is it? Nope. It, it looks, it looks like it um, sizzled and um, evaporated. Okay. All right. I guess this is going to be a suppository. Is there a way to, is the technology there to uh, inject? Go ahead and make an intelligence check, either one of you. Um, I'm going to let you do that. <laughs> Has Davlin uh, tried loading it in his cannon? <laughs> Eight. Ooh. Um, yeah, there's definitely uh you there's ways you can inject things. Um there's needles and stuff in this world. It's a little bit steampunky, so there's a little bit more technology than there would be in like just a regular Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Uh so yeah, there's definitely needles and you can you can go get one. You have one in your uh um, toolkit in the, the, the alchemist kit. Oh, well, yes. Allow me to retire real quick to, to get a needle and we'll try injecting it. Um, Tegler, go ahead and try to make it an intelligence check to see if this is a good idea. 11. You don't think this is a good idea? On you know, second thought, maybe we shouldn't do that. Oh, why not? I'm not sure. I just get this gut feeling that it's not going to work out for us. I think it may kill it. So... And they're like directly into the bloodstream, it might kill it. I think it needs to work its way through the system. Maybe. Well, then how do we do that? You're going to have to shove that thing up its butt. I'll hold well, that's it down. That's what I said with the suppository. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it this way maybe it won't have an effect on it because it's already changed. Oh, so the po- I don't think the potion will work at all? That's what Kegor's thinking. Okay. Because you saw the way it reacted just to it touching the skin. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure that this dog is savable at this point. Oh, no. So, um, I can be a guinea pig. Are you, are you sure? Should should we get the rest of the, the group involved for this? Yeah, we can. Or we can stay in the safety of the barn where people, you know, the animals can beat the shit out of me if I go crazy. But yeah, we might. Yeah, let's get everybody. Let's get everybody out here. We'll do it in the barn. That way, if something goes wrong, we don't tear up the barn. Uh, all right. Let's go get everybody else. Okay. I'll let you do that. So we go get everybody else. Right. He Does goes to get everybody else. Uh, I'm going to do the humane thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to kill the dog. <laughs> You're going to kill Orchid Fireball? Do not tell him about Little Titan. He's corrupted and unnatural, and I'm a druid. And I will do what it takes to keep the natural order. In the arms of an <laughs> Damn you, you, Sarah McLaughlin. Thank you for so that. I guess, I guess now we have an advertisement for Kegelor's Euthanasia Company. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's going to be all better now. Uh, it does not uh, hit you as it tries uh, to reach around and grab your face with its tentacle face. Okay. 
at that point, yeah, I'm going to try to keep stabbing at it. All right, you do hit with the 12, so go and roll damage. Dagger's what, a d4? Yep. Yes. d4 plus strength. Um, yeah, my, my awesome, awesome strength. As, as it, Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, three. So as it comes uh, at you with its tentacle mouth, you find that soft spot that looks like a, a, a plunger, almost, like a sucker cup. And you just slide your knife into there, and it 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 does its job. Orchid fireballs, no more. All right, that was the end of the campaign, guys. You just ruined it. No, just kidding. Sorry, just trying to be a druid. It's unnatural. I feel you, dude. Um, yeah. So you have murdered the puppy. Oh. <laughs> well, I murdered an unnatural being. That, All right. That looked like a puppy. That's okay. I'll murder you guys too if you uh, get tentacles on your faces. That's fair. That's fair. I'll um, murder myself. What about Zoidberg? <laughs> I'd kill Zoidberg in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, so everyone makes their way to the barn, unless you have any objections. Typo. When they say, hey, we need you to we need to test out this cure, what do you feel? Would I even know what no Am one I is told No, you're not infected. You're, you kind of walked in on this and you're like, what is going on? What what, what is this potion for? Uh, <clears throat> we are infected with some sort of uh curse. Oh. Don't be a square. I take a couple steps back. <laughs> Don't be a square, Tybo. All the cool kids are drinking it. Drink it. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry you are cursed. I will try to help you since we're my new companions. But um, I wish you the best. <laughs> I think I have the cure. We just need to go test it. So, come on, guys, let's go. So didn't, didn't Kegelor offer to inform me to the for us? I say we make Almond drink it. He's not infected. I don't care. I just want to know if it's fatal or not. Well, Kegelor said he was going to be our guinea pig, so let's go. Come on, he's out in the barn. I value Kegelor's existence. Almond either needs to do us a solid or I have to break his thumbs. This we is already a, agreed. This is a win-win. This is a win-win. I would be willing to forgive the thumb breaking if he drank one of the doses and we waited 15 minutes to see if he didn't, like, shit his insides out all over the bar. Okay. Uh, not that I'm what? doubting, not that I'm doubting your alchemical prowess. Dabbing, well, I kind of feel like it. <laughs> this is one of these classic DM moments where you give them something that might be actually scary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll also, I'll also drink it. I'm not. Vanek is, Vanek is a lot of things, but Coward is not one of them. Oh. At this point, Davlin's getting ready to just tip one back because he just wants to see if it works. Why don't we all take it once? I'm, I'm happy to wait. <laughs> one of us has to survive. After you guys. <laughs> I'm going to. I voluntarily. I volunteer to take one. Well, we're going out to the barn first. So Kegelor's in on this. That way, if we, we do shit our insides out, at least it's not in the bar. At least yeah. it's like 
we're going to watch it happen. It'll be an easier cleanup on the hardwood floors. It's a shorter drag to your burial plots out back. <laughs> I didn't know that came with the job. Yeah, that's in our charter. It's in the charter. If you think Vanek read anything about this charter, Vanek just signed. Vanek's like, yeah, fuck it, I'm on board. All right, so who is taking it? Me, Kegelor. Kegelor. Can, can I take one with him and he, like, cheers it? Okay. There you go. So the, the K and the V are taking it. How about the D or the T? As a man of science, I will take one. Uh, as respecting Davlin as a man of science, I will volunteer to be the control group and wait until they take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I need Vanek, uh, Davlin, and Kegelor to make constitution saving throws. Oh, Jesus. And did we walk in the barn yet to see a dead puppy laying on the ground? 17. Oh, it's hidden under my robes. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. That is a 10. For I rolled a t- Kegelo rolled a 12. I'm sorry, Vanek. Um, Dadlin, um, you feel, you, you taste it, you, you, you uh, and bile it, uh, and you, you feel an odd sensation. It's like, um, like a tingling all through your body, and you feel fine. Ah. Igor and Vanek, you uh, ingest it, and you feel a tingle go through your body, and then a pain. And you hear a voice saying, um, why would you forsake me? You both hear it in unison in your head. I ignore it. Make a second constitution save, please. Both of us? Yep. 15 for myself. 20. Um, you stay conscious as your body basically revolts on itself. Uh, you start God vomiting. Shitting. I'm going to say, guys, I swear this is natural. I'm just trying out a new dance move. <laughs> you start vomiting and feeling ill. You, you start, like, uh, Van... Vanek, you don't really don't sweat, um, but you, you start feeling the the sensation of sweating. Um, you feel like the ground is moving. I'm going to lay uh, down. I'm just going to lay down in the barn. Okay. I'm going to um, say, guys, roll me over on my side. If I throw up, I won't choke on it. I've been through this before. Someone tie my hair back. It'll be cool. Hold my horns. Hold my horns. <laughs> to you, Lord, you start feeling ill as well. Um, you start feeling like you're floating. Okay. But after only a couple minutes, both of your guys' like sensations of sickness fade, and you feel fine. Getting into it, I'm going to say, oh, guys, I really don't feel so good. Somebody get this, get some chicken wings. I just have a newfound respect for Davlin, because he can actually handle his shit while these eight-foot and, like, seven-foot-tall minotaur and eight-foot-tall furbolg are just tripping balls. <laughs> well, I, I do have a Plus four constitution saving throw. Jesus. I'm not a druggie. I'm not a druggie like you guys. Mine's plus five. I just also had a long night of drinking, so my body is also some pro- processing some other stuff. All right. Do we, uh, do we see the puppy now since he like kind of fell on the floor? and? Yeah, you do see a dead puppy uh, body. Um, you notice that the blood is not red. It is a greenish um, liquid. It looks like it's coming from its mouth. What happened to Fireball? 
I don't know if they see it while I'm out floating and then I don't say anything. So yeah, you're, you're, you're out of it, man. No, it looks like whatever weird mutation caused it to sprout tentacles from its face, ran its course and killed it. Tybo. We'll just have to sell it for parts. It looks like there's a dog murderer on the loose. Looks like we got a new job. Can I do, can I do a quick medicine check to see if I fi- can figure out what killed it? Go right ahead. Tybo, um, you're not a narc, are you? What What did you roll, Tybo? 24. <laughs> Jesus. Um, with your 24, you, you see the mutation was a dagger. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Orchid Fireball committed seppuku. It's cool. <laughs> It was the honorable thing to do. I will accept his. Did you, uh, say, did you say commit Sudoku? Because that's a whole other different thing. <laughs> no, I will accept his explanation of putting him down since he's messed up. But I, I am sad he's dead. Well, I don't think anyone's happy about the dog dying. I'm not happy. I had to kill it. But it's yeah, unnatural. So, Big Titan, you're going to take this potion now? Yeah. Do we have any way of checking to see if you still have black goo in your system, Davlin? I mean, I feel right as rain. Wait, where's our, uh, do we, do we have... I look at Davlin, and look at the other two, and then look at Davlin, and then look at the other two. But do we have any way of checking to see if you have black goo still in your system? <laughs> hey, right. Davlin, Fennec, I have a plan. Right, get, get, come close. Get, get him! Yeah. And I'm going to hit him with the old sleeper hole. <laughs> Me? You're, just, no, you're, you're lying on the ground and your leg is kicking like a little puppy. Better hope Kegelor doesn't pay too much attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess it's going to be uh, getting old fast. Hey, don't let the Kegelor near that puppy. We'll do some... Uh, we'll do some... But. Giant rats befriend. Ugly puppies kill. Um, but in all, in all seriousness, do we have any way of checking to, to see if like this a black goo meter or anything? Well, Davlin, you're an artificer. Don't you don't. Uh, how did we even know that we were infected while we're going down this weird road? I don't even think we were infected. Um, the deal. We were uh, the only person that has ever uh, confirmed that you were infected was Murd, the shield of the academy. Oh, that's right. Her, yeah, that's the word. All right, so um, can I do a medicine check to see if Kegelor and Vanek are just sick or if they're like exhibiting signs of seizing up? And is it if I fail my saving throw, is it just gonna suck? Or am I going to die? Is the question I'm trying to get at. Go ahead and roll uh, a medicine check. Ooh, hang on. Let me see what my bonus is on that. That's a 15 plus... What's a 16? You said 16? Yeah, 16. From the 16, you can tell that they're, they're going to be... The idea of expelling uh, a foreign entity from your body, um, sometimes it's it goes pretty smoothly if your body is willing to work with it, but sometimes it gets a little violent um, and it will make you violently ill. So it's like malaria meds. Yes. Except not endorsed by Trump. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and down it then. Damn it. Feed me to it. Hydroxychloroquine. Constitution save. All right. That's one I have no bonus to. Uh, ooh, and that's a six. Ugh. All right. 
So you start, um, you take it and your body starts, starts to tingle and like the room feels like it's doing the inception where it's like folding out on itself, but also like folding in on itself and, um, roll another constitution check. Uh, that one's a 16. 16? As he's convulsing on the ground, can I say, Titan, if you die, can I have your stuff? Little Titan is my next of kin. <laughs> you hear a voice in your head and um, it, it says, I will see you again. As you uh, pass out, you have basically Davlin and Tybo are the only active members of the party. The rest of them are sick. Um, you're considered poisoned for the re- remainder of this session. If you don't know what that means. A poisoned creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So you guys are poisoned for the remainder of the um, session. Do we know we're poisoned? Poison as in like you're sick, not okay. poison as in you're dying. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Like it's a it's a you're doing a detox, like a heavy detox. We you guys are currently in detox. That's fun. So wait, did the they they're still cursed, right? Like you you don't know. <clears throat> Is there a way for me to check? Yeah, go ahead and roll a medicine check. Hmm, six. They look perfectly healthy to you. In fact, you're wondering why they're throwing up and like being gross. Oh. You you think that they're faking it? That dice almost looks like it says fourteen. It does look like it says fourteen. It's cheating. Uh, okay, come on, guys. I know you're just faking. I did great. Everything's fine. So go ahead, clean yourselves up, and let's move on. Right, Tybo? I believe they might. Wait, wait. Sorry. Let me... Seven medicine check. Yeah, <laughs> you, you completely agree I, I completely with that. The small knife wound in the dog's throat, but... Large people vomiting on the ground, completely, completely, you know, normal. Yeah, yeah you agree with that when you're like, these pussies. You wish the toxins that were inside them, they're fine now. You wish we were just vomiting on the ground right now. It's on the mirrors. It's on the ceiling. All right. Uh, now that we have Javelin's portion, which got real gross real quick. <laughs> uh, it's not the first time I passed out in the barn vomiting and shit in my own pants. Quick, quick show of hands: who hasn't at this point? I've ne- I, I don't go into barns as a as a rule since the accident. Since the accident, not because of oh, that court order, anyway. Vanek is ready. Vanek, what is your morning routine? Uh, I like to wake up pretty early in the morning. I do some uh, light calisthenics. You know, stay loose and limber. Uh, I think if you're going to be sort of this uh, this symbol of peace, if you will, that you have to maintain the image. You, you got to look strong. You got to have this presence about you. And uh, I have a pretty hearty breakfast. Where do you do your calisthenics? In my room. Although, although I try to maintain an image of being in shape, I'm also incredibly self-conscious about my shape. So I do all of my uh, workouts by myself. You said what kind of uh, breakfast do you have? Uh, it's roughly six eggs, ten strips of bacon, and four, uh, like, six slices of bread. Are you the person that cooks it, or does somebody cook it for you? I think I do it for myself. 
Roll a performance check. I, I also would ask Davlin to make it for me in the morning. Oh, that makes sense. They're like, hey, if you're going to be there anyway, you know, it'd be cool. And you said a performance check? 24. All right, you make a beautiful breakfast. Of course it's I It's spot on. Uh, Davlin, uh, would you help Vanek make breakfast? Like, is that something your character would do? Well, he said he gets up early, and I said I wasn't a morning person, so... Mm. Don't know if I'd actually be there to help him make breakfast. If I were there, I probably would help him. So, Vanek, what are you doing today on your free day? I'm going to go down to the uh, local market. Okay. Sort of, I'm going to take some of my own personal funds and buy some food and put it into some packages to give out some, to some people who need it. And, uh, you know, also, if they're accepting food, slip in one of those business cards. Say, like, well, if you're looking for work, and then, is this just like a normal day, or is this the day? I only ask because I asked Tybo to come along if he was free. Y- yes, I'll, I'll accompany you. This is going to be after, um, well, no, we'll say this is before the the drink. Yeah, we can make the drink the last thing that happens in the day. Do it old Tarantino style. Yeah, that um, sounds good. Yeah, you know, sort of give out some food packages for those in need with one of the business cards to say, if you're ever looking for work, you know, keep the uh, keep Kiwi Foundation in mind. Uh, give them a sturdy handshake. You see a very tall man come up to you. Well, you don't know it's a man. They're wearing armor. Um, How tall are we talking? Because I feel like I'm fairly tall, and if I consider them tall, they must be, like, freakishly tall. Yes. Got it. They walk up, and they go, all you hear is, job. Business card. Job. And uh, it points at itself. Job. Oh. You need a job, or you are the job? It nods its head, yes. Ooh, uh, Tybo? I think I'm gonna need your help with this one. You, you are uh, looking for work, my friend? It nods its head, yes. Oh, well, where are you proficient in? It holds its sword up. Okay. Um, it, it points at itself and goes, Hank. 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 Are you looking for like a one-time sort of gig, or are you looking for something more recurring? It nods its head, yes. Cool. Uh, I'm going to turn to Typo, and I'm going to say, you know, we have a door, but we don't have a door man. That's, that's true. Hank, may, would it be uh, possible for you to take your helmet off so we may... Be able to discuss the terms of your contract better? Said that we should say the opposite. I get it. I too am self conscious about the way that I look. Hank Cook. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Um, well, can we bring you by for a stage? Maybe you could make us lunch earlier or later on in the day and we could see uh, what you're working with. Do you have a recipe book on you and perhaps some sort of ex- like tally of experience that you have? He sword. Do you prefer mornings? Are you cool with working weekends? It nods its head yes. All right. So. Hank. Fight. So you can fight and you can cook. Hank. Yes, Hank? Hank. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. You want him to come by at lunchtime? I think so. Hank, if you are interested, if you want to come by around, say... 12.45, we could do a late lunch. We see what you're working with. We got a full kitchen. I gesture that he might not be most intelligent and go like, when, when the sun is highest in the sky, come to pay us a visit at this address. I'm going to extend a hand to shake it. Hank turns around 
it puts its hand out. So you shake Hank's hand. Yes. You feel an icy jolt of energy just like run through you, Vanek. Okay. It doesn't hurt, but it's just like it's like startling. And Hank nods his head, turns around, and walks away. Cool. I'm going to turn to Tabo. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a good feeling about this one. I'm open to it, but I don't think it's going to work out. You seemed startled when you shook his hand. That's because I was. Uh, I just had this cold touch about it. Maybe it's just a cold misdemeanor. Maybe he's some sort of undead body of armor who just enjoys cooking and murdering. I suppose we'll find out at around 1245 when the sun is high. Let's make sure everybody's everybody's there. Yeah. Well, we got to keep Rose away from him. Or we don't actually know. It could be a wound. Let's flash forward to 1245. Okay. You hear an... A knock on the doors uh, uh, to the front of uh, the Rosebud Inn. Is this pre or post dog? This is pre dog. I'm going to ask Mimic Steve to make an eye hole. So mm-hmm. I can look out and see who it is. Uh, Mimic Steve, I listened to the episode that Mimic Steve came in, and his voice was completely different every single time I bring him up. So I'm going to try to remember how to do his original voice. You want me to make a hole? I, I, I don't, can you make a hole in your body? I don't think so. Oh, that's fair. That's my misunderstanding of mimics. Uh, can you go? Oh, wait, there? here you go. And then he like forms a hole, but it's like way too big. And you just see Hank right up, like it's not even small. It's giant. All right. You see Hank bend over and look through the hole. Hank here. Clearly. All right. Uh, I'm going to open the door. I suppose. Okay. Ty Bo, our guest is here. Uh, yes. I don't know who else is in the inn at this time. Uh, who wants to be in the, the, uh, uh, the room. Ullman is there, and so is Lursic and Rose. But uh, Titan, are you the, currently in the uh, the common room of the Rosebud Inn? Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. So we'll put you there. We'll put Davlin. I mean, I guess you'll be working on your your uh, your things, your stuffs. That's what I was going to say, because I'm sure it took me quite a lot of time to actually make the potions. So Chris, Chris enters. He goes, where cook? I say... Oh, Kegler, where are you? I forgot. To, I totally skipped over you. Are you going to be eating with uh, the gang? Yeah, I mean, if it... Yeah, if the morning's over, it's, it's lunchtime and whatnot. Yeah, I'll be in there eating. Good deal. <clears throat> it's either that or I'm upstairs rummaging through uh, gorgeous George's shit. And over lunch, you know, just yes. on a side note, I would have filled in tight in on all about that. Hank is standing in the... He goes, where cook? Uh, I'm going to lead him in towards the kitchen. I'm going to say, everyone, we have a guest chef today. This is Hank. I'm going to be honest. Don't know much about him, but he might be our new chef. Hank, Hank. Cooking all that armor? It's weird. You don't, uh, Kegel, you're probably the only person that uh, realizes that when he moves, he doesn't move just like one appendage. He kind of moves everything. Can I stand up and take a closer look at him? Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Is this four kids in a suit of armor? That's kind of what I was just thinking. All right, so this is before the drink, so I'm not at disadvantage. So, oh, Jesus, six critical failure. You notice that his armor is very shiny and well polished. <laughs> okay. Can I ask him to just take off his helmet? He just nods, he just shakes his head now and goes, mm-hmm. Can we see if he's moving around like Davlin's cannon walked around? Can I intuit whether or not he's a robot? Uh, go ahead and roll a investigation check. That is a nine with my bonus. Deep down in your soul, you want it to be, be true, but you don't know if it is or not. 
Hank uh, goes into the kitchen. He looks around. He goes, cook alone. None of them, fam. I'm going to keep an eye on you, at the very least. No cook. Since you'd be cooking for others, we need to make sure it's up to the, the health standards so we don't get a fine. So I can help you, assist you in the cooking? Cook alone. You roll a pers- persuasion check. Mm. Uh, Tybo. That's a three. <laughs> he, he just keeps shaking his, his uh, top half of his body. No. Cook alone. Are there any windows that look into the kitchen? Um, there is the door right here, and there's a window down here. Okay, so uh, because we have this giant pile of magical items that we never use, can I put on our um, mask of the eyes of the eagle and then go stand across the street and activate those and watch him through the window like a creepy stalker to see, uh, and that way we can pretend we left him alone? Yeah, that's a perfect plan. What? Uh, I will will leave you alone. I'm just going to go talk to my companion here, and I keep the door slightly ajar. I'll keep it all the way open. <laughs> well, I, I, I close it to pretend like I'm giving him privacy. And I uh, tell Davlin about our weird. All right. Uh, Tybo and Titan roll a perception check. I was going to say persuasion, but that's not the word. <laughs> so I get advantage because I'm using the eyes of the eagle. And I'm assuming this relies on wiz- on vision. Yeah. Oh, that's a six. I rolled an eight and a nine. So with my bonus... Uh, with advantage is uh, 13. 13. You peer and you start to squint and you see blue lights like kind of float out of Hank's body, but you don't see it do anything. And uh, Tybo, you get startled when the door shuts in front of you as like like a, a gust of wind just like hits the door. But in like it takes like a five minutes. Uh, Hank walks slowly through the door of the common room with like a platter full of food. All right. So uh, I'll go back in. Does it look like he's made like grilled cheeses or does it look like he's made actually something fancy? Um, He's made um, steak sandwiches. So in defense of grilled cheeses, they're pretty freaking fancy. Yeah, they can be. As he leaves, I investigate the kitchen to see if he has done anything. I want to see if he's done anything weird. So uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. 14. Saibo, you noticed that the strange thing that he did was he cleaned up after himself. No one in this place ever cleans up after themselves. You notice this place, the kitchen is, seems to be the grossest thing in the world. It's now spotless. I'm going to dive right in and start eating. Kegelor, you, you, you smell the strong odor of cooked meat. How do you feel about that? I'm getting used to it. These people eat meat all the time. But Are you a vegetarian? I, I am, but I don't eat it. I just, okay. you know, I understand that some people don't appreciate nature okay. and would like to uh, consume of animal flesh. I'm assuming it's animal flesh. Yes. Okay. Uh, there seems to be one of the sandwiches that's actually a, um, like a portobello mushroom instead of a steak. And he hands it to you without ever saying anything. He goes, Hank, give you. Does it have cheese on it? No. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, thank you. Hank nods its head, but also the rest of its body. <laughs> Hank, hope, enjoy. And then Hank goes back into the kitchen. Why use many word 
with few word works. Did you dive in? Yep. Hands down, this is the best steak sandwich you've ever eaten. Well, also, is that cannibalism? Yeah, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> like, I haven't tasted. I am just watching Vanek eat this, and I am impressed and unsure of how to react. Hmm, <laughs> tastes like dead. <laughs> Vanek has spent a lot of time at sea where food was very scarce. So uh, to eat steak would not be the worst thing that he's eaten. So you are saying he's a cannibal. <laughs> I think that's I'm pretty insulting. That directly, cows and minotaurs are not the same thing. Also, yeah, very fair. They're adjacent. One's a right. bovine, one's a brovine, you know? <laughs> I mean, to say as a monk, I would be possibly a vegetarian too. Okay. Well, surprisingly, Hank uh, gives you a, a mushroom sandwich too. Can I just he's, also say that portobello mushroom sandwich is one of my favorite things in the world, personally? I, tr- I as Hank do, understand people's palates. <laughs> <laughs> Dadler, okay, are, um, eat- are you coming in to eat Hank's sandwich? No. I take lunch in my room. You see Olman, and he's just like, like, just destroyed it. He goes, holy shit. Is, is Are we paying that man? Because we need to. Uh, Titan, money guy. Make sure he's on payroll. I'm the guild leader. I make decisions here. Oh, Looks at him and goes, we're going to need to talk about your thumbs later. What does Lursig do? Uh, L- Lursig looks at Ullman like, oh my god, is he back? And it gets like a, a little like twinkle of hope. So all he really needed was a good meal. Yeah. Alright, well, I'm going to stop Hank. I'm going to be like, Hank, that was bomb, dude. I'm going to uh, ask Titan to draw you up a contract. Consider this an informal job offer. Fantastic work, my guy. What is your last name? Just for, um, you know, payroll purposes. And nods his head. Well, it's upper body, really. Okay. Uh, well, you need somewhere to stay. No. And right. you see uh, Hank collapse on himself? And just turns into a small, like everything folds into it, hits helmet. And he's sitting on the floor. Hank, good. Like Marvin the Martian or just like the helmet? Just like the helmet. Oh, it works for me. Hank, do we even need to pay you or just not dispelling you is all that you ask? Yes. Sold. So I will drop a employment contract for Hank with the weekly salary of zero point zero. Um, and charge Hank to work for us. Hank, do you have any money? No. Uh, Hank Cook. Uh, master died. Do you remember your master's name? Master Velo. Did you say Velo? Yes. And would you have your master Velo's address? No. Could you point it out on a map? Master Bench on you. Oh, you smell it? Master Bench on you? What did he say? Master Stench on you. Oh, Stench. Yeah, I get that a lot. Bench on you? 
<laughs> Judy Dench on you? Damn it. I was just about to say that. Hello. Um, um, yeah. So uh, he's hired, I guess. Anybody have any objections? I mean, we're not going to pay him um, and he can live in the corner at night. Um, and it's one step closer for us not needing Rose around. So objections? <laughs> like, I'm not, not going to say Hank is going to be the ideal employee, but it's very possible. He's pretty close. Right. What would I have to roll to know what he is? An Arcana check. Nine. Nine. He is a form of construct, but you do not understand what. Can I roll history to remember where the hell I've heard Velo before? Yeah, go ahead. It's French for bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) That That would be a whopping 12. Uh, with the 12, it's actually pretty common knowledge. He is considered the first wizard of the world. He's the person that uh, invented magic. Oh, that's right. Well, can we ask Hank if he's ever been to Crater Lake? Mm, no. No, we can't ask him or no, he's never been to Crater Lake. No. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out, Hank. Uh, if you'll just... I think that's like access denied. I just feel like throwing side eye at Damlin now for never building us a robot, because clearly we've been doing way more work around this end than we need to. Uh, that becomes an option at level six. <laughs> <laughs> so Not quite there yet. We need to get Davlin out in the world stat. <laughs> Davlin, your new quest is to kill 1,000 cows before the night's over. <laughs> so, the new guild challenge can can davlin build robots before kegelor trains an army of monkey butlers go <laughs> friendly competition i'm for all right was there anything else you guys need to do with hank some sign the job offer um he is currently just sitting as a helmet there's no way for him to sign it. Um, I will take our giant magical quill out of my back pocket and slide it into his visor, pick him up by the back of the helmet, make a big X on the contract, and look around all these people and go, witness, witness, and then take the magical quill back, roll up his contract, and go set him in the kitchen. When you touch his helmet, you feel a very shock of cold energy just, like, go through your body. It doesn't hurt, but it's very, like... It startles you for a second. It's okay. I'm dead inside. <laughs> Aren't all capitalists? Uh, should uh, store him in, in head shape, in helmet shape. We should store him on the mantle above the hearth in the uh, kitchen. Actually, a really good idea. <laughs> Hank on the hearth. We'll be making those available at Christmas for all the dedicated Friends and Flayer fans. Screw Elf on the shelf. You can get a Hank on the hearth. Hank on the heart. <laughs> um, what, uh, can Hank draw us up like a menu that he has or like should we just give him things? Um, Hank goes, I make food. You notice like a deliberate, like not deliberate pause, but it doesn't seem like he can say many words in a chain. Seems like there's a, like a pause between the second and the third word in his sentence. But it was the most you've ever heard him speak. Did Can I roll to see if I remember if we actually had any steak in the larder or if he just magically produced steak for sandwiches? You go ahead and roll that. That I get a 19 for. So even before our bonuses, that's a 19. You did not have steak in the larder. You didn't have portobello mushrooms either. It seems like he might have whipped those up himself. 
If he's providing his own stuff, I think we might need to like offer a stipend of some sort for like a culinary budget, you know? <laughs> Hank, is meaning is existence its own reward? I'm gonna go ahead and add him to the goad roster. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Is he the higher winches? Oh yeah, Hank, do you know of any uh, waitresses? No. All right, well, maybe we'll do that another day. All right. Are you guys giving him a guild stewardship? What does that mean? <laughs> like a, like a, posi- like a um, position in the guild, like master of shadows, or uh, which is something I just added, by the way. I just put chef. Makes sense. Chef makes sense. Master of culinary delights. It's quartermaster adjacent. All right. So Hank has joined the party. Uh, I would just like to take a second. I feel like I'm doing a phenomenal job recruiting. We got Mimic Steve, we got a doorman, we got a chef. Uh, what else do you guys want to see? What else do we need in this place? Cannon fodder? <laughs> Excuse me? So you mean like some red shirts? Yes, exactly. Oh, well, I'll hit up the orphanage later on, but yeah, we'll just take it. <laughs> In orphanages are mixed bag because you might end up with like a Batman character, you know? Oh, that would be the absolute worst, Alex. I would hate that to have a little Damian Wayne running around. I'm just saying, please um, definitely do not 100% do not do that. I hate that idea. Al- I hate it. Please don't do it. Do you mean Owlbear Man? Because we will, we will support Owlbear Man in a moment. <laughs> uh, Owlbear Man. Dang it. That's too, good. That's too good not to use. We have to. We have to have an owlbear man. <laughs> and the first name be Keith? Why? The Keith Oberman? No. All right. Um, let me see what my notes say. Next is, uh, next is Kegelor. Kegelor, tell me what your morning routine is. Uh, so my morning routine is to get up mm-hmm. and take care of the animals that I have recruited. Okay. So I have my hawk, Tony. I have my rabbits, Eddie and Jojo. I have mice, Pitter and Patter. Get at her. I have my fox, Red. Okay. (laughs) And I have an owl named Pacino. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, they're gonna get worse. They're gonna get worse as my little menagerie gets big. <coughs> you need to have a Robin named Williams. Yes, eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but once they're fed, you know, I go in and I get breakfast. Uh, but this morning, usually, or usually I get breakfast. But this morning, I am in search of Titan. Why are you in search of Titan? Because I have this key. Oh, okay. And I have a guy upstairs passed out drunk that may have stuff. Look, what you do in your spare time, Keith? <laughs> oh, wait, maybe that's where the steak came from. Shit. Zed's dead, honey. <laughs> Zed's dead. So I go on the search for, for Titan. I don't know what his routine is normally like. But I will say good morning to Olman and 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 Rose and Lursig as well. Sure. I have a newfound respect for them. Aw. Oh man, I'm really gonna have to finish that bonus episode then. 
I wish them a good morning. Um, they they like look at you like, wait, what the? You're being nice to us. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Uh, Lursa like gets teary eyed. Uh, he goes, it's been a long time since anyone said that. And he sneezes and hits the his back of his head against the wheelchair and fl- falls over. I pick him up. You need to be more careful. Thank you. Of course. So, Titan, what are you doing this morning where Keylor finds you? He would find me in the common room uh, eventually. So uh, just to, to condense these down to one uh, one stream, uh, Titan every morning wakes up promptly at 5.15, then randomly picks one of his fellow guild members to sneak into his room and watch him sleep for about 30 minutes and then goes back to his room and dresses in one of the five identical outfits that he has and then uses his disguise kit to disguise himself as a random person, goes and has breakfast as a random person, goes back to his room, changes out of his disguise, and then comes into the common room to have coffee. (laughs) Okay. You get a point of inspiration for that. Thank you. If you don't know what inspiration is, it is uh, basically you get to use uh, roll two to uh, get advantage on any roll you choose. You can do it after you find out the uh, it's something like a failure. So you would like, oh, you're going to fail it. No, I'm using advantage. You can. So I guess if Kegler wants to do a perception check, he can catch me in disguise at breakfast. If not, he'll have to wait till I come down at promptly 920 for my coffee. So go ahead and roll that perception check, please. Okay. Yeah, in the meantime, while I wait for him, I'm just, you know, talking with the uh, the old folks there. Okay. Uh, nine. Yeah, you don't you don't see him. It's weird because every morning a random stranger shows up and eats breakfast at the Rosebud Inn. And they never seem to pay. They always seem to, like, skip out on their bill. But it's a different person every single day. And you've noticed that, though. Okay. Rose goes, I'm to you, masked person. Shut up, Rose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the dwarven lady who is enjoying a good uh, Denver scramble exits out the front door. Did she pay? They, ne- they never pay. It's a conspiracy I've been working on. They never pay. I will walk up. Mimic Steve knows. He, he can smell. Well, he can smell a Titan. Mimic Steve's in on it. Who do you think pays Mimic Steve's salary? <laughs> and Mimic C goes, Yes, it's, it's celery. He pays my salary in celery. <laughs> we need to find more more employees that work on, on this kind of so uh when I show up for my coffee, I will pay for the person who skipped town's breakfast um to make sure that the guild coffers stay at an even level. Hey, what's uh what's up, Kegelor? Hey, I've been looking for you. Have I got a story for you? Did you know that Ullman and Lursic were really, really famous adventurers? Uh, no, I would. I can I do a history check to see if I know that. Go ahead and roll. That's a nat twenty. So yes, yeah. yes, Kegelor, I did. Yeah, they're, they're like Ullman's reputation and then eventual fall from grace is what attracted to me, uh, attracted me to using him as a figurehead to prop up our guild to get it started. Because we could um, take the good and then use the bad. Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. I, hang out, I hung out with him last night. He's a nice guy. He's a lot of fun to be around. And I feel bad. I mean, we're off away from them to talk about this. But I feel bad for Lursik. Uh, he had some shit happen to him that 
he was why he is like he is because he got attacked by an owlbear. Well, I um, I appreciate your empathy. I don't understand it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> and, I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying that you shouldn't you know take over the guilt from them. I I don't want to see them out on their ass. I'd rather they stay here as long as possible until their natural end comes. <laughs> So, are you trying to get me to kill Olman and Lursig? You're going to have to be a little bit more straightforward. No, I am not. I want them to stay as long as they can because we need to treasure them. Oh, and speaking of treasure, and I got that, this. And now I'm paying attention. <laughs> I got this from Olman last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Excellent. Is Olman in the um, in the common room? Yeah, he is uh, doing his normal routine of sleeping on the bar, passed out drunk. And where is Rose? Ro- Rose is just like was gently like just rubbing his like pet, like petting his head. And Lursig's just like has his elbow on the, the bar, like bored out of his mind. He's actually has his stump out. So he's like leaning on the stump. And I'm just going to go First. take I'm going to take the key from Kegel and go, OK, uh, Surprise room and check, guys, and go over to the trap door that leads downstairs. Before you do that, before you do that, there's one other thing I need to let you know about. There's a minotaur sleeping upstairs. Yes, we've met. No. (laughs) Another I know. (laughs) There's a new one. Uh, His name is Gorgeous. He's very conceited, but he may have some skill. But more importantly, he has some interesting stuff on his person if you wanted to take a look. He is passed out drunk. I am torn between two masters here. All right. Uh, Then in that case, let's go sneak upstairs into Gorgeous's room. Um, Keegler, you want to come stand guard in the hallway? Absolutely. All right. You make your way upstairs to, um, because Keegler said he's using his quote unquote room. Right. Um, Titan, what do you do to enter the room? Uh, Do a quick uh, perception check outside the door to see if I can tell whether or not he's still conked out. Go ahead and roll a perception check. 19. 19? You don't hear anything. All right. Then stealthily kind of crack the door a little bit and, and peek into the room. All right. Go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. That's an 11. Um, you open the, the door and it creaks a little bit. But when you peer inside, um, all you see in there is a folded note on a made bed. All right. Then I am going to uh, ninja roll into the room. And pop up, look around, and then grab the note. All right. The note, you open it up, it's in like a sprawling, beautiful, like crazy nice, like written font. It says, had a beautiful night with you, baby. Sorry, had to leave. Gorgeous. Uh, I'm going to go out in the hallway and go, Kegelor, if uh, you just wanted to stunt on the fact that you got a little action last night, you didn't have to lure me into this guy's room. And hand him the note. <laughs> what are you talking about? And go back downstairs. Oh, what? no. What? This is no John no. Kegelor. This guy is an idiot. But I know where to find him. And he's <laughs> got information we might need. Look, if you're into dumb hot minotaurs, man, that's you. That's it, you, nope. baby. I'm not going to judge. It suddenly explains why you voted twice to let Vanek in, but I mean. (laughs) All right. We'll go back downstairs. All right. Then um, uh, assuming Ullman is still passed out, uh, try and head over to the trap door and pop that sucker Mm -hmm. open in the back of the kitchen. I'll close the kitchen door behind us. Okay. Um, You don't have to roll a self-check because they're pretty much uh, 
disposed of currently. Um, but you pop the, the door open and um, a ladder goes down into darkness. Keylor, do you have any light magic? Yeah, I think I do. I like how the two the two that are going down there are the oh, the both people that don't have dark vision. No, I've got dark vision. I'm a half elf. Oh, do half elf? I don't think half elves have dark vision, do they? Yes, they do. Um, yep. I'll pick up the nearest utensil I can find. Okay. And uh, I'll cast fairy fire on it, and that'll give us some light. All right. Cool beans. That's something I've never actually said out loud. This guy. Um. Yeah, um, the ladder goes down a lot farther than you would expect. Um, I'll start climbing down. Yeah, and I, first of all, I'm just amazed that this drunky McDrunker town can get down a ladder on a regular basis. <laughs> it does. All right, you guys enter a um, what you would expect to be a danky room isn't. Um, you do smell something, but you can't really make it out. But there is a chessboard. Um, barrels full of what looks to be um, wines and ales, and then a stack of pot, uh, firewood uh, on the one wall. Um, there is a door right here. Um, go and roll perception checks for me. That's a 17. 17. Um, you smell the, the scent of salt water. Kegular, you smell, you smell the, the overwhelming stench of uh, cheap alcohol. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just amazed that there's any booze down here. So is it, is it like a ale barrels or is it like a wine rack mm-hmm. or what is it? Um, are they sealed or can I pop them open and look inside? I just don't believe there's any booze in here that Allman hasn't drank already. Um, you look at the barrels. Uh, go ahead and make a investigation check. That is a 22. 22. Um, they're actually sealed very well. And um, they're very like high profile vintages, um, like prior to the fold coming in. Like these are like expensive barrels. Like you probably make one hundred fifty dollars or one hundred fifty gold pieces off each barrel. And there's like six of them right now. I am adding those to the asset list. Uh, in fact, I will just go down and pull out my little label maker and do property of Titan and. And then slide that on there. Um, and then can I go check out the chess set and see if there's anything weird about it? Yeah, go right ahead. Am I doing investigation, perception, dragon? Uh, I do perception. I have proficiency with dragon chess sets. Uh, this, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's just a, a very well-made set, a dragon set. Yeah, that would be a 23 on the investigation. Yep, uh, they're... Like it's flawlessly made. Um, you actually flip the board over, and um, you see it's a gift from the the uh, High Lord of Astri. Property of Titan sticker on the back of that thing, uh, and then go check out the door. Okay, um, the door is just a wooden door. Um, so that is a investigation is plus eight, uh, sixteen on the investigation check, just to make sure it's not gonna. Like blow Vanek back into the ceiling when I try and open it. Uh, no, it it looks like just a regular good old fashioned wooden door. Is it locked? Uh, you can't tell. Um, it doesn't look locked. I will try to open it then. And you open the door. You open it up to a workroom. 
Um, do you step inside? Dude, we've got a fucking bat cave and goddamn Ullman didn't tell us about it. I'm sorry, an owlbear man cave and nobody told us about it. Can I go and get Davlin and Vanek? Because at this point, this is big enough that I'd like to have them here as we explore it. Ty- Tybo too. Oh yeah, Tybo too. My bad, Tybo. It's cool. While he goes to get everybody, can I... Um, oh no, I'm not, I'm not going to ask if I can. I'm just going to detect traps. I'm going to find traps with the spell. Yeah, you don't sense any. Okay. Um, are you en- leaving? Are you entering the second room? Uh, I'm just here at the this front area, you know, just detecting you know, fine traps here. Okay. Um, uh, as as you like peer through the door, you see something that like it, it, you have a moment of awe. You okay. see a ship. Holy shit! Um, with propellers built onto it, it looks very fancy and very technological. It uh, looks like some a work of the fold. On the sign, you see in um, a beautiful painting, it says Storm Herald. Boys, we have a Quinjet. This is literally like Owlman's basement in The Watchmen. Owlbear Man. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, at that point, I am actually going to go in and just kind of be stare at it from distance. But wow. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of surprising. You If you walk up towards the water... Um, you notice that there's a tunnel that goes out. You don't know how far, but it, you assume that it, it connects to the outside. But there is a wall over here. So it's not a tunnel that goes two ways. Okay. Well, I'm just going to wait for the rest of the trip to get. How long does it take me to find everybody else? Were they, it was still pretty early in the morning. Everybody's back at the, uh, at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's still at the end. Um, you're able to find everyone pretty quickly. Fellas. I will move every- we have a fucking Albear Man cave. <laughs> what was the name of the ship? Moon something? The Storm Herald. Storm Herald. Does anyone want to make a history check for me? Am I down there? Yeah. I'm going to move your character in right now. Oof, yeah, that's a 12 on history for me. Is this shocking to me, seeing an airship like this? The Fold, when they came in, kind of like quickly made airships like this. Um, but there was like... One, like a, a famous inventor, made one at uh, before with the seventeen key lore. Doctor Fitz is the creator of the Storm Herald, and th- this is his missing missing airship. Like this is the first airship created by the people of Asunric, um, not the Fold. Do I know who Doctor Fitz is? Um, he is like basically your Elon Musk or maybe a Tony Stark esque character. Okay. He's like the smartest person. Is he still alive? Dr. Fitz, medicine woman? Yeah. Does he have tantrums? Fitz in the tantrums? Mm. Uh, Dadlin, you actually, you actually know Dr. Fitz. He was your mentor. Oh, interesting. Dadlin, did you build a goddamn airship in our mm-hmm. basement and didn't tell us? The cannon was one thing, but if you pulled this shit and you didn't add it to the asset list, we've got an issue. Uh... Considering I have no memory of Dr. Fitz or any airships, no. So you had no backstory, so I'm making you one, buddy. I would like to definitely take out my label maker and print out a property of Titan label and just kind of slide it over the masthead. (laughs) Uh, Shouldn't that read property of the killer Kiwis, Titan? It's implied, Davlin. I don't know. I don't like how that I don't like how that would hold up in the court of law. <laughs> I'll add add at all E T A L. 
and put it on there. Uh, Vanek, you can you can drive boats, right? This is just a sky boat. You should be able to pilot this. I mean, yeah. What is what is the sky except the ocean of the sky, right? <laughs> that, that checks I out. That I believe thing. that checks out. So yeah, you guys basically have two doors, one made of stone, and then one made of wood. I will go see if the wooden door is locked. It is not. Pop it open. And you find uh, Rosen Ullman's bedroom. I'm just going to say it. A new chef and an airship on the same day. Wow. Everything coming up, Kiwis. Shut that door. I am not going in there. <laughs> I, just, I shudder from the sense of unspeakable horror. Uh, and then go check out the stone door. All right. Is that um, a bull's head on the wall? It is a deer's head. And then you see a small dragon's head on the other side. I just wanted to make sure it was not a bull's head. No. They were ethically taxidermied. Or they? The stone door, um, you notice, has runes covering it. And it doesn't seem to have a, like, door handle. But it has a doorway. And it is, looks like it might be a door to a vault of some sort. Like an arcane vault. Perhaps this is another place for Omen's key. Does it have a keyhole? No. Is it locked? I mean, Ullman clearly isn't that organized. Maybe he just left it open. Uh, you going to try and push it open? Sure. I'm going to knock it down. I'm just going to kick it down. Bring it back. Stone door? I'm going to uh, go step back here. Go, go ahead and make your uh, athletics check, buddy. Yeah, we'll start to reach to open it up and then realize, oh, wait, Vanek hasn't tried to kick this door in yet. Vanek, sir. I'll keep my distance. Thank you. Eleven. You make a running charge at the door and you hit it with your shoulder. Oh, no. Zavlin, you kick it. You kick yeah. it down with your foot. Uh, Davlin, is that or is that where you're standing? Yes. All right. Make a deck save as Vanek comes flying at you. Realistically, I would have been over there to the side. Deck save. Yep. Eight. You get pummeled by uh, Vanek's uh, large bull body just flying into you. Uh, take. Let's see. Let's do. Two of them, boys. Get 12 points of damage as you get uh, you get the horns. I'm going to try it again. Lame. (laughs) Wait Um, a minute. Does it look like there's any kind of door handle or any kind of opening mechanism whatsoever? I'll try. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, It's a 22. You don't see anything. You're noticing when Vanek hit the door, some runes lit up. And then now they're out and he got when he got thrown. Okay, I will grab a notepad out and draw the runes on them and show them to Davlin. Davlin, you're up. Uh, What? I'm a a little whippy from the minotaur ass that hit me in the face. What's happening? I'll glance over and see if Kegelor is at all interested by the phrase minotaur ass hitting in the face, just to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) And Kegelor does one of these. What is one of those? I wasn't watching. Yeah, yeah. Just gives him a no judgment. Scrub salute. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, Davlin, go ahead and make a arcana check. Twenty five. Yeah, these are wards. Basically, any force exerted onto the door will rebound double uh-huh. onto the. Yeah. Can I try to close it? <laughs> Wait, what? Well, if I try to close it, that should open it, right? It's already closed. <laughs> That doesn't answer my question. He's, he's saying if he pushes instead of, or he pulls instead of pushes, or pushes right. instead of pulls, like, is it just that, like, he was going the wrong way earlier? It's, it, 
I totally get where he's coming from. His math checks out. You should let him open the door. Is it a cold door? How are you going to close the door? I'm going to, whichever way the door closes, I'm going to pull it that way more. All right. It is. It closes towards you, so you'd have to pull it. How are you going to pull it? Do we? Oh, Ooh, shit. Lightning lure. Hold on. We've got the immovable rod. We could take the immovable rod and stick it to it, and that would give you a giant handle to pull on or push on. If I lightning lure it, will that pull it towards me? I was shutting it more. Okay. Okay. Let's. Oh, all right. Watch out. It's got to make a, what kind of say, constitution? It does not have it, so it fails. You see, you see, you, you see the, um, the runes light up and the door opens. I wasn't expecting you guys to open it today, but here we are opening this vault. Why isn't, let me reveal the rest of it. There you go. If this is an Al Capone's vault situation, I'm going to be really disappointed. Uh, when you walk through the vault, uh, what you see is a um, large gem crystal thing. It, does it look like the ones from the school? No. You see a artillery cannon, mm-hmm. r- rows and rows of books. And what the strangest thing is, you see one of those archways, like the archways that you see everywhere that don't do anything. Like you saw three of them in the bottom of the 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 academy you see lights activate on them you see a portal open and you see a young man step out and he goes oh shit what the hi uh 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 who are you who are you my name's orlando bloom and boy do i have a story to tell you and that's where we're gonna end up bloom yeah orlando bloom orlando nash is orlando nash i fucked up thank you orlando bloom they're the producers. <laughs> no, I'm Orlando Nash, and boy, do I have a story to tell you. The producers is the reference you went to with Orlando Blue. <laughs> He's not even in the producers. I'm just gonna put. Oh, it. Leo Bloom, son of a bitch. <laughs>
Yeah.